Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am your hostess, Pat Rulo. Always happy to share a Firebird Book Award winning author with you. Today, I am blessed to speak with Teresa Schultz, and her winning book is titled The Bible in Poetry, Volume 1. Teresa is a Christian author who lives in Huntsville, Texas, with her husband and children. Teresa's unique approach to writing comes from her past experiences with abandonment and abuse, as well as her struggles with addiction. The process of trying to overcome those struggles led her to write her book, Help Me Lord, I'm Drowning. She has also written multiple Bible studies, devotionals, and poems. Her second book, The Bible in Poetry, was conceived when she began reading through the Bible at the beginning of 2016. She is passionate about sharing her life with others and helping them find healing through God's Word. Teresa enjoys spending time with her family and friends, singing, playing drums, speaking, and co-leading Bible study at her church. And I am so looking forward to our conversation. So welcome to the network, Teresa. Uh, Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Well, I am very happy that you're here as well, playing drums. Tell us about that. Uh, I always say that my, uh, of course, it's different now because I've also have, I write now, but when I was growing up, um, I started singing at a very young age and then I discovered the drums. So I always say that my first love was uh, singing, but my true love is playing the drums because once I discovered that, I was just like, uh, it was, I loved it. And I still do. I still play, um, I don't play professional anywhere, but. Um, it's just such a great escape, and it's like I get to be a whole different person when I'm playing drums. And, you know, I get to take my frustrations out on <laughs> by hitting things, so it's always good. <laughs> it's like your inner rock star comes out, right? Exactly, exactly, yeah. So your hair so, flying um, around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I, uh, uh, I, I, I enjoy playing drums. I, uh, I really, I like it a lot. That's very cool. My daughter plays the drums, too. At least she did before her little one was born, so she wants to get back to it, too. But, yeah, she loves it as well. Yeah, it's hard, you know, when things like life get in the way of the things that you kind of want to do, like sit around and play drums. But (laughs) (laughs) We can hope for a day when that happens, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're funny. Well, listen, congratulations on the book win. That was exciting. Thank you. It was very exciting. I was, I was so, uh, so, so blessed, and uh, it was very exciting for me. Well, let's talk about your books today, because so many authors begin their writing journey after life happens. I mean, usually something not so wonderful, and I alluded to it briefly in your bio, but what caused you to make that decision to write about your personal life situations? Because it's something you could just say, you know what, this is personal. I'm not putting it out there. Was there something that pointed you in that direction? <laughs> well, uh, we're about to get very, very personal now. Um, I, I actually, I didn't really even know that I liked to write. So it's kind of something, that, like you said, it came to me late uh, in life. But uh, I had, uh, as said in the bio, I had struggled with addiction and a lot of different issues. And uh, I had gone to rehab at some point, and we started journaling. And as I started journaling, I started just really pouring my feelings out onto the paper and the more I did that, the more I just really, really enjoyed it. And then I started writing, um, kind of putting my problems down and then solving them on the paper. And so I started writing devotionals and things like that and Bible studies. And uh, so that all started uh, in rehab. And so it's very interesting how that 
you know, how that happened. And that's how the first book that I published, um, the uh, Help Me Lord, I'm Drowning, it was it was basically just kind of a hodgepodge of everything. It had all kinds of stuff in it. And that was basically, that was all of my rehab journaling just kind of thrown together into a book. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's basically where I started. Mm-hmm. And, and then um, the poetry, I don't know where that came from. I never was really a poet. Uh, so that just kind of crept in there somewhere. So <laughs> It's so fascinating what we all have inside of us. And often it does take something pretty shocking to pull us out or to pull that out of us. So there's so many gifts within us that we don't realize. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm happy. Exactly. I'm happy. I'm happy you found yours. I love the cover of Help Me, Lord, I'm Drowning. You could tell it was homemade. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. That book was completely self-published. Like it was completely done. And uh, I had uh, had an idea for my cover, and I couldn't make that happen because I couldn't get the. I was trying to get my son to draw something, and he's. He just didn't feel confident enough to do it. And so I ended up literally doing like a copy and paste uh, of the picture that's on there. So uh, it was definitely, definitely homemade, the whole book. So, yeah. That's okay. Definitely different than the second book. Yeah. Well, that was, that was you. That was from your heart. That was honest. It was unplanned. I mean, that's when. It definitely was. Yeah. That's when the most important work (laughs) happens, I believe. So congratulations Um, on taking that leap. Now, the next book, um, The Bible and Poetry. It is so concise. It's easy to read. So tell us a bit about that, how that came about. Well, I um, I, I prefer writing devotionals. I've always enjoyed writing devotionals and Bible studies, but I had started kind of dabbling into poetry and uh, had written a couple of poems here and there. And then uh, we were at my church, we were reading, you know, reading through the Bible in a year. And I just had this thought, you know, what if somebody wrote out the entire Bible in poetry, you know? That would be kind of neat, and then it's like, oh, hey, I should do that. <laughs> and so that's kind of where that started. And then with this one, I actually went to a publisher, and, and you know, instead of doing it on my own. Uh, so that's why the cover's so nice, and you know, it looks so professional. But um, I still have my devotionals thrown in, you know, throughout the book, kind of sprinkled throughout the book a little bit, um, just because it's hard for me to let go of those. But primarily, yeah, I just wanted to kind of, um, I don't like the word, I don't like rewrite. I didn't rewrite the Bible, but I just kind of, um, I guess translated what I read into poetry. So I didn't change anything. I just made it rhyme. Uh, and so that was just an idea I had. And I thought, you know, maybe more people would read that who maybe wouldn't read the Bible and, uh, you know, get something out of it. So that was the idea behind that. I think you were quite successful with it. Um, it's easy to read, and yeah, I think it's it does make it more accessible to folks. Have you gotten that kind of feedback? Oh, definitely. Um, most of the reviews that I've gotten were along those lines of uh, that it was just so easy to read, and that that was my intention. You know, for the whole you know the whole uh, project was just that it'd be easy to read, and that people would just read through it without even realizing that they were you know reading the Bible, I guess. I mean, same they're not really reading the Bible. It's kind of a, a fine line there. You have to be careful what you, you know, mm-hmm. what you say. But they're they're getting tidbits of information from the Bible, you know, that they probably wouldn't normally, you know, get. So, um, yeah. The Bible can seem overpowering, I'm sure, to some people. You start with your book. 
I do think it piques interest to think, oh, let me really look into that and read what was actually said. I've actually had a, a couple of ladies at my church, a really good friend of mine who actually uh, did a Bible study. We using using my book, used the book to do a Bible study, and so they would read the book, and then they would also read along in the you know the, the actual passage that uh, was associated with it in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so, it was, like you said, it was kind of a uh, kind of a, I guess precursor or you know something that they could read to kind of get uh, get them thinking about it in a different way. You know, for sure. Yes, very much for sure. And then you have these sidebars, which I think are an important part of the book, too. Those are my favorite. I like those more than I do the poetry. I shouldn't say that when I'm writing a, you know, a book, trying to sell a book about poetry, but I love the sidebars. <laughs> well, talk about them. So, Why did you add those? Um, because, again, like I said, I, I just really, really enjoy, um, I enjoy writing devotionals, and I enjoy sharing um, a lot of my struggles and stuff. And so those sidebars are very personal and they have a lot of, um, I guess things that I've learned. And to me, they just, I feel like if you can help somebody, you know, people, a lot of people think that maybe they're the only one who's gone through a, a certain thing. And I feel like that if you can put it out there and say, look, you're not the only one that's gone through this, you know, I've gone through it and I've come out the other side and, uh, this is what I learned, and that's why those are so important because I feel like they are, um, you know, just kind of a, a way to share my life and and help other people who might be going through the same type of things uh, to know that you know that there is um, there is an answer and that you know you can get through it. So um, I just really like the um, I don't know the way that they're so personal and and sometimes they're so raw, you know, mm-hmm. and and people can just really feel when they read it, and that's what I like. I like to make people feel things when they read. So yes, well, you were successful at that. So when you're writing poetry, mm-hmm. um, does is it just coming to you the rhyming, or how are you creating these poems? Because it's not just coming truly from your brain. You're trying to make a point based on the Bible verses. So I mean that adds another dimension of of difficulty, I would imagine. Right. Yeah. I mean the the writing comes first. Like what I want to say goes on the paper first, and then I go back and make it rhyme. Because I want to make sure that what I want to say, that that's the main thing that gets on the paper. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll use uh, thesaurus a lot, you know, um, to look for, like, this is the word. This is the word that I want to say, but it doesn't rhyme. So I look in the thesaurus and find something, you know, that says that same thing but rhymes with my other stanza. And so, yeah, definitely the, the um the feelings and what I want to convey goes down first, and then I turn around and go back and and kind of uh, make it rhyme, if, if, uh, yeah. if that makes sense. So, yeah. So, like, the most important thing is getting the, the, the point across and the message, you know, and the rhyme, they're just an afterthought, mm-hmm. <laughs> just to, you know, to make it poetry. Sure. So, which they don't always have to rhyme, but, you know. This is true. I think people enjoy that. So I was looking forward to having this conversation with you just to see the process of that, of how you managed to put that together, because I didn't think it was an easy task. Yeah, yeah the, the uh, thesaurus is my friend. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Now, you work full-time and, and you write. How do you fit all this in? Um, occasionally, I'll have things come to me. Um, 
and I'll write it down. But most of the time, it's just when I'm actually just in the process and sitting down and, uh, you know, when I'm just kind of in that creative mode, I don't have a whole lot of thoughts that come to me. But every once in a while I will, and I'll be like, oh, that that's good. I'll need to write that down. <laughs> but usually it's just when I'm actually in that creative mode. Uh, so I will, um, you know, when I'm just, when I'm focused on doing that, and usually I'll do that. I haven't written a little bit lately. I've just been kind of busy with stuff. But um, the I have volume two is actually at the publisher right now. So I'm still working on, there's going to be four volumes. So I still kind of work on volume uh, three and four, you know, when I get a chance. But I haven't been writing a whole lot lately. Just, you know, life just gets in the way. Yeah. But um, I, I'm I'm more of the um, close all the doors, get quiet, and, and concentrate, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I mean, I can write poems fairly easily. I don't know why, but, like, somebody could say, hey, can you write, uh, like, it's, <laughs> like it, um, like it worked, I was asked to uh, write a poem for the teachers. I was like, oh, yeah, I can do that. And I think I wrote it in, like, a couple hours. <laughs> and that don't ask me to remember it because I don't remember what I write after I write it. So I don't know how that works. But, but I mean, I can sit down, and, and if I have the time and the, and the focus, I can sit down and do it, you know. So neat. Uh, if it's something like that. But it's more, um, it's more just kind of I have to be in that mind space. Right. Uh, you know, to do it, so. Well, maybe we do have time, if you wouldn't mind. Would you like to read a poem or two with us, for us? Uh, Sure. Uh, When you're reading the Bible, you kind of, you know, like your minor prophets and stuff, sometimes you kind of skip over those because you think there's not that much there. Mm -hmm. But when you're going through and writing and you see some of the stuff in there and then you're like, there's actually some decent stuff in there. And so I think it was um, Beth and I where I found some really good stuff. And after I wrote it, I was like, um, you know what? This is actually pretty good. I want to see if this is the one I'm thinking of. Um, yes, this is it. So I'll read. Um, this is uh, this is chapter 30 in the book, and it's uh, it's uh, Zephaniah. And on the on these uh, in this book. Basically, at the beginning of each chapter, I include just a verse mm-hmm. that I like from that book. And so this one starts out with that verse, and it's from Zephaniah 3.17. It said, The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you, and his loving will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. And I just I love that. I just love that verse. But this poem is called, I the Lord Have Spoken, and it's based on Zephaniah uh, chapters 1 through 3. It says, stand in the presence of the sovereign Lord. Be silent before him and do not say a word. The awesome day of the Lord's judgment is near. Those who practice idolatry will weep with tears. A cry of alarm will sound as the punishment of God comes down. On that day, says the Lord, cries will echo throughout. Well in sorrow, you who are complacent and who doubt. That terrible day of the Lord is near. It comes quickly and with bitter tears. Your silver and gold will not save you, cowards for the entire land will be devoured. Gather together, you shameless nation. Pray for protection from God's agitation. Gather before God's judgment begins, before there is no more time to repent. The remnant of my people will rest at night. I will restore their prosperity and be kind. Those who taunt my people will be destroyed. 
as completely as Sodom and Gomorrah. They will receive the wages of their pride, for they have scoffed at the pe- these people of mine. I, the Lord of heaven's army, have spoken, says the Lord. My commandments will not be broken. What sorrow awaits rebellious, polluted Jerusalem, the city of violence and crime, so gruesome. No one can tell them anything. They refuse all correction. They do not draw near to God or trust in his direction. Yet the Lord is still with them, and he hands down justice. He does not fail, but purifies his people who are corrupted. The people who are scattered will come together to worship. On that day, they will not be ashamed or rebel against the Spirit. Those people who remain will trust in the Lord and be humble. They will not tell lies, deceive, or spread trouble. They will eat and sleep in safety, and no one will make them afraid. Sing, shout, be glad, rejoice with all your heart, and pray. For the Lord, your mighty Savior, is living among you. He will take delight in you with gladness anew. With his love, he will calm all your fears. With singing, he will dry all your tears. I will help the helpless, and the weak I will save. I will bring together those who were chased away. I will give glory and thanks to my people who are broken. I will restore their fortunes. I, the Lord, have spoken. I just, my whole favorite out of all of that is, um, with his love, he will calm all your fears. With singing, he will dry all your tears. I just, I don't know why, but that just, I just like that. <laughs> that touches you. I love this. <laughs> I can imagine that writing this just was, oh, I don't even know what word to use. Just such a positive experience for you. I mean, it has to bring you some joy. It was, it was, and it, not just that, I mean, it did, but it just helped me understand, too. Um, You know, a lot of times when we read the Bible, we do just kind of breeze over a lot of these, like, little books in the Old Testament because we just don't really want to get into them, and it's like, nah, you know, that's Old Testament, but there's such good stuff in some of these books, and so it was very, uh, it was very interesting and gave me a better understanding as I was writing because I had to actually read and study you know, um, I had to actually read and study and learn stuff to be able to, you know, write it like this. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it was a very great experience just being able to kind of uh, get a better understanding of a lot of these uh, uh, books that normally, you know, we might not read sure. if we're just reading the Bible. So definitely was uh, a great experience because some of these books that I got into and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to make this into a poem, you know. But then once, you know, once I got into it and was reading it and kind of getting it written down, what I, you know, then it was, it was, uh, you know. It came to you. Yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> that's, that's a gift to you. I don't know. I feel like I, um, I feel like a lot of times it just comes to me because that's the only explanation I have for not really being able to remember the things I write. I think it just comes, you know, uh, I don't know. It kind of comes through me, and it goes onto the paper, and I don't always necessarily remember what I'm writing. It's like it, I know it's kind of, that makes sense, but um, it just, it's just like it just flows out of my hand onto the page, you know, and uh, so well, you're, not, it's, it's, you're not the first person to say that. I just spoke with somebody a half hour ago, and she said the exact same thing, that she gets done, and she reads it, and she's like, oh, wow, who wrote this? This is very good. <laughs> Exactly. I'm glad to hear that because I, I do sometimes, and and even now I'll go back and read stuff that I wrote previously. And I'm like, hmm, you know, that's not too bad. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> like, did I really write that? <laughs> so. 
I've actually done that myself where where you have no idea where it comes from. And I think it's more of an inspirational kind of writing. I mean, it's not if you're mm -hmm. not if you're writing and I do a lot of nonfiction books and, you know, how to and healthcare and all those kind of things. And I'm not talking about that. But whenever you kind of d tap into that deep inspirational, almost spiritual side of yourself, that's when I think you kind of lose contact with yourself and it just as you say comes out of the comes out of the pen or the computer or whatever and you look back and you think whoa I'm not so bad yeah I agree I agree completely yeah I know how that feels yeah. I've done it all right do you have another that you'd like to share one that we call original <laughs> <laughs> yeah well let's see um hmm. yeah let's say something bad here but I don't go back and look through this as much as I used to so <laughs> that's not bad you're onward to new material you can't keep looking back uh well I think I'll do let's do um there's one inspired by the book of Jeremiah uh called I know the plans and that's one of my favorite verses so this is a good one to uh to do I think but uh it says uh, before I created you I knew you said the Lord I set you apart even before you were born. I remember the love you had for me when you were as innocent as a baby. What have I done to make you run away? You chose selfish ambition and went astray. You forsook me and dug your own grave. Your own wickedness will make you a slave. You rebelled against me and been disobedient. Return to me, faithless child, and find atonement. Acknowledge your guilt, and I will not be angry. I am faithful, and I want you to return to me. I have sinned against you, I said, my Lord and my God. My disgrace covers me. I am full of shame and flawed. I went my own way and continued my misbehavior, but I will come to you, for you are my Lord and Savior. Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask where the good way is. Seek me, and you will find rest for your soul if you walk in it. Walk in obedience to all that I command you, said the Lord. I have wept day and night for my people that I adore. I know what plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you, but to give you hope and a future too. Call on me and come and pray to me. I will listen. You will seek me with all of your heart and attention. I will be found by you, and I will bring you back from captivity. I will break your chains and sever your bonds, says God Almighty. I have always loved you with an everlasting love and drawn you with unfailing kindness from above. Sing and shout for joy and make your praises heard. I will deliver you and redeem you according to my word. I will turn your mourning into gladness and give you comfort instead of sadness. My heart yearns for you with compassion, says the Lord. I will put my law in your mind and write it on your heart. I will forgive your wickedness and forgive your sins too. Only if the heavens could be measured would I reject you. You are my sovereign Lord who created the heavens and earth. Nothing is too hard for you. Great are your deeds and your worth. I repented after I understood the disgrace of my past and youth. I prayed, you discipline me and restore me, and I will return to you. I absolutely love that, and I can tell how personal that one is to you. Thank you. Yes, yes, that's that's quite moving. You, you do a great job with this. Please continue writing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Life is in the way, but... Uh, it really is. <laughs> yeah, I know it is. I know. hope you can find some time because that's just absolutely beautiful. And I think that will help so many people. People can identify with that. 
Thank you. Yep. I appreciate that. Yeah, I do mean that. that. All right, my friend, as we begin to wrap up, is there anything that we missed that you wanted to talk about? Nothing that I can think of <laughs> off the top of my head. All right. Well, <laughs> we wandered about and got a lot in in a short amount of time. From drums, did. <laughs> from drums to a very personal, very, very personal and beautiful poem. So thank you. So why don't you, if you don't mind, share any places where folks can go to find out more about you, how they can contact you, and get copies of your books. Well, um, the the best place to go, I kind of have this central location where if you, and it's easy to remember, but it's the, the uh, it's the BibleAndPoetryBook.com. That's the best place to go. It's kind of a central little website, and from there, you, there are links to uh, Amazon to get the book. There also are links to my personal website. So um, that's the best place to go because, like I said, it's easy to remember, and it's like kind of like a little central hub where um, you can find every you know uh, everything that you need there. And so, but yeah, it's thebibleandpoetrybook.com. Right, thebibleandpoetrybook.com. And we talked about the Bible and poetry, Teresa Schultz. And I hope everyone heads over and takes a look at this, gets copies. This would make a great holiday gift, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. <laughs> Absolutely. I can see that. Everybody go over and buy it for Christmas. <laughs> and everybody's stocking. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing you, sharing your heart and all of your personal feelings with us today. I just think that is so beautiful when a person has that ability to share sometimes, you know, very deep and thoughtful things with strangers. It's a, it's a big step to take. So thank you for doing that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you.